This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Good morning. Wait, 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 wait. Waking you up. Every morning. Get up. Get the F up. It's Tucker and Mora. For the first time in my life, someone challenged me to a fight over the weekend. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Was this like in a fit of road rage or something? No, no. That I could see. That, that's probably like the most likely scenario for that to unfold. Yeah. I was at a hockey tournament over the weekend in Huntsville with my daughters. They were both playing in it on their teams. Mm-hmm. My daughters play in House League, which is basically you sign up, you're on the team. There's okay. no tryouts. They have a lot of fun. Yeah. They practice once a week. They play once a week. And everyone gets ice time, I'm assuming. Everyone gets ice time, fair play. Yeah. So we played this team. The first team we played was a Huntsville team. Mm-hmm. And they had a ringer on the team. Like somebody who was ridiculously good. Nice. And uh, and it was funny because she was the only one who didn't have her name on the jersey. And she had different color hockey socks than the rest of the team. So it was like clear they brought her in oh, they to brought- win. Oh. Okay, which is infuriating. We later found out she plays on a rep boys team. Whoa. Yeah, like, which is, you got to try out. She's playing with boys. Yeah. I, I don't want to say boys play at a slightly higher level than girls, but they tend to. Mm-hmm. And she was lights out. Amazing. Okay. And they double shifted her. <laughs> so so now we're in a house league game. Yeah. And she's being double shifted, mm-hmm. which means uh, th- there were 10 forwards on the team. Mm-hmm. And she was out there every other shift, which means that some of the other girls are not going to play as much because they want her on the ice to try and win the game. Was there a lot which, of money at stake or there's something? no money at stake. <laughs> it's all supposed to be fair play and for fun. Right. She scored the only goal in the game. Uh, uh-huh. They won. Okay. And it was just like we were watching her. Like she was out there. Uh, they would make a, a line change and just put her out mm-hmm. and bring one person off right. and leave the rest of the girls out there. It was crazy. She killed like a two-minute penalty and then went off the ice and was back on 30 seconds later. The tournament when we informed them, because we found out who the player was and we found her on a roster of a boys rep team. <laughs> and they said they were aware of it and that they were fine with it because sometimes she likes to play with girls. I'm like, well, this is house league. It's not fair. Right. You can't just put like a... It'd be like if I showed up at a fun weekend a ball hockey tournament and on my team I had like Mitch Marner. Right. You know, <laughs> and he was the only one scoring goals. And you just kept him in the whole time. Yeah, yeah. yeah and we were yeah. putting him on all the time. It's like crazy. <laughs> it just ruined... It. It, it, it just takes away... It's everything that's wrong in hockey is what was happening in this game. Okay. So I went up to the coach after Uh-oh, the game. Oh, here we go. Because, you know, I'm a rule follower. Uh-huh. And I believe in standing up for, you know, righting a wrong. Uh-huh. And I just said to the guy, I go, you know, if you're going to double shift uh, your best player, you should make sure she has a, a, the same color helmet as everybody else on the team. Oh, and I said, look, I said, it's like, I go, this is house league hockey. I hope the other girls were okay with not playing as much because of that. Oh! Whammy in your face. And he said he's like this trashy guy and he's like, You wanna you wanna talk about this? I'll meet you outside the arena. 
And I was like, oh my God. So his immediate line Res- back, His immediate response was like, oh. Let's I'll-. fight. He says, no, you want to talk about this? I'll be looking for you outside the arena. Whoa. I was like, And oh what did you boy. say to that? You know what I said? What did you say? I said shame. <laughs> Shame. And I rang my hockey cowbell. Shame. Shame. Uh, let me no. guess what he, you did. He in that walked situation. away. He Shame. walked away. I think you probably ran away. I uh, <laughs> first I crapped my pants. <laughs> yeah, I bet you were like, okay, never mind. Then I asked all the hockey fathers <laughs> to escort me out to my car. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Imagine you're taking a driver's ed class and your teacher comes and shows up and he's wasted. What? That's not a good thing to teach your students. Uh, Driver's ed teacher at a high school just got a DUI after they realized that he had been drinking. It's so busy at the time that school lets out. We have school buses that are going by. Students that don't have a lot of experience driving, driving in that parking lot as well. Here you have an adult who's impaired. You know, I was thinking about that. Obviously, he's in the wrong line at work. Yeah. But if I was in that line of work, I would probably have to be drunk, too, to be able to go through that. It's the only time where I'm completely at ease being a passenger in a yeah, car. Yeah, you're not good being a passenger. No. no you have to Unless be I drunk. Unless I got a nice buzz going. Yeah. Otherwise, you're a total yeah. backseat driver. Yeah. You're the worst. I mean, I'm not. it's not that I'm a backseat driver. It's just that I get nervous easy when other people are driving and, you know, tailgating too much. Or I just, everything makes me uncomfortable. Freak. You need to be controlling the drive at all times. It's just rare that somebody drives in a way that doesn't make me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so, Control yeah, if I, was, if I was a driver's ed instructor, I would need to have a couple of drinks just to take the edge off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there something, is there a job that you would need to be drunk in order uh, to be able surgeon. to accomplish it? Because yeah. again, <laughs> the edge, I would be so nervous yeah. and also queasy. Oh, that first cut? That first I cut. I mean, how do you even know where to start? Where like, do you is start? It, I mean, it, they're kind of guessing a little bit, right? How far do you push the blade through? You don't want to snap oh. something like, oh, I pushed too hard. Yeah. Give me a drink. Let me calm the, the nerves yeah. for sure. Take the edge off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like when I cook at home. I find I do a better job when I've had like one or two glasses Less, of something. Yes. Chef, I'm a little less stressed about chef, it. Chef, I would need to have yeah. a couple of drinks to yeah. mimic the vibe at home to make sure I was putting out something tasty. You know, when I fly, I need to drink. So if I was a if I was a pilot, <laughs> I need to, to have drinking, like yeah. I need to have a two drink buzz. Yeah, because you are a nervous flyer. Because <laughs> I'm nervous flying too. Yeah. <laughs> or if I had to be the uh, guy, you know, and uh, it was discovered that the city of Hamilton for four years <laughs> had a door like a hatch open on the old sewage system, and yes. they were dumping raw sewage out. If they had to send me to go close that door. <laughs> I would need to have a couple of drinks. Listen. Before that one. Tucker, we're going to need you to put this scuba suit on. Yeah, you're going down. And close the door, okay? Yeah. I know a guy who does that for what? a living. A guy I used to dive with when I was uh, new to scuba diving. Yes. A guy named Eric is a commercial diver. And uh, there's times where they have to go do gross things. No. I mean, they're wearing like full on suits, all, you know, there's yeah, no still. exposed skin. Still. They have those helmets that look like they could be, you know, in a yeah. space movie starring Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, they're swimming in sewage. Yeah. I need a couple of drinks for that. Oh. So, anyway. Please. Part of me can't blame the guy, but you can't do that. <laughs> no, you, you just can't do that. He's just, it. he's like me. He's not cut out to do that job. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right.
Anyway, luckily <laughs> nobody got hurt before the guy was caught. I just discovered I have a big issue with AirPods. You don't even own a pair. I don't own a pair, but I hate them. I hate, <laughs> I hate them. My issue is, is that you, it's acceptable to wear them all the time. Oh. Why is it that we eliminate the cord and now it's acceptable to have earpieces in all the time? I sometimes forget I have mine in. I'll admit, when I first got mine, it's been, uh, God, I got mine two years ago. And uh, I remember thinking they were really douchey. Like, I, I felt yes. a little weird about them. Yes. But then I I just loved them so much that I didn't care. And now they're common enough that yes. they're all over the place. It's not just the douchebags yeah. who wear them anymore. Yeah, no, I mean. I still it, feel like it kind of <laughs> is. Yeah. <but> I, <laughs> you're just mad you can't afford them yet. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> 250 bucks. Yeah. But I just bought some knockoff ones. I, they haven't come yet. Yeah, they're, they're not gonna, as good. Matt, Matt had knockoff ones really? and they like die after a while. I'll yeah. see. I'll see what uh, happens. But, but anyway, I forget they're in sometimes. Yeah, well, that's Matt, my husband, wears them all the time. And I thought it was because uh, he was afraid to lose them. So he just leaves them in his ears. Yeah, yeah. Found out on the weekend when I was trying to have a conversation with him that he's actually listening to a podcast at the same time that we're talking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, why uh, is he only half answering my questions? Or he'd say something that really didn't make any sense. I'd be like, are you listening to something? <laughs> he's having, like, he's, he's, ha- he's checked out of the conversation. Yeah. And now I'm wondering, is that what everyone's doing? They're going around <laughs> acting like they're listening to you, and they're not. Wow. They're listening to a podcast. Now I got to get a pair of <laughs> earbuds. You and you're talking it? to him, thinking that he, you're having like a real conversation. Yes. And he's like, uh huh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, well, yeah. Finally, I'm like, are you listening to something right now? He's like, yeah, <laughs> I'm catching up on a podcast. <laughs> you don't know what podcast it was, do Joe you? Joe Rogan. Oh, was it? Like, oh, God. <laughs> That's like a two-hour podcast. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he was not listening to a thing you said all morning. <laughs> Can you believe uh, it? Yeah, I, I feel like I can believe it. Mm-hmm. I've had a conversation with you. <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding. No. Um, yeah, no, I don't think I've ever done that. Like, what bugs me is when Deb tries to have a conversation with me while I have the AirPods in because I'm like watching a show on my iPad. I right. stream a lot of stuff on my iPad now. Right. And I'll be like, I'm watching a show. She's like, I know. I'm like, well, you keep talking to me, though. <laughs> so I got to take an ear out right. and I'll be like, what? Yeah? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. And I put it back in. Then she'll continue to talk and be like, I, I, I huh? hate that, too. Yeah, yeah, choose one or the other. But Matt's trying to balance both worlds at the same time. <laughs> and our relationship is suffering because of it. Yeah. I'm like, wow, you've heard nothing. I was like giving him a list of to-dos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like talking about serious stuff. Hearing only half of it, apparently. <laughs> the list of to-dos might have been what pushed him <laughs> over the edge. <laughs> might have been why he pressed play again. Yeah, exactly. Oh. At what age are we the most miserable? Is it, <laughs> is it high school when maybe you're dealing with bully, oh, bullying? Yeah. Is it the midlife crisis where you go and you buy a drop top convertible because you're just feeling like your life is coming to an end? Or is it old when you're old and you can't move very well? I'm going to say, well, there's three age categories I'm thinking about. One is 
post-university, can't get a job. Oh, yeah. Have no money, living at home or something. That's a crazy transitional phase where a lot of people are like, oh, what's going on with my life? Which is like, wait, say 23, 24-ish maybe. But then there's also when you're in the thick of it with your kids Mm -hmm. and it really like strains everything in your life, your sleep, your relationship, your, you know... And then you get when you get old and you have all your health issues. But that, health that, issues, those yeah. ages ch- tend to be so different with older people, right? People can have issues at 50 or 80. So I'm going to say kids and I'm going to say um, when you're in the thick of it would be age for most people. 32. 32. Yeah. You're going to say, so. Uh, I'm 32. Bundus is it. <laughs> yeah, but Bundus, does Bundus look unhappy to you? No, but he doesn't <laughs> have kids. I'm saying it has to do with children, and that's why uh, they're going to pick that age okay, group. Okay, so we are the most miserable. Yeah. At. Oh, my God. I see <laughs> what's coming here. I know what's coming. Oh, Laura, you. you've done it. Thank you. Yeah. You are wrong, Tucker. Oh. About age thirty-two. Uh, but I bet it has to do with kids. But anyway, you are the most miserable at age forty-seven. Oh. It's actually they pinpointed it to forty-seven point two. That's interesting. I, I totally wouldn't see that coming. But what, what do they say? The reason is uh, researchers say it's because you realize that. Maybe some of those big dreams you had wanted to accomplish. Oh, man. You're not going to accomplish. That sucks, eh? But as you get older. Guess I'll never be an astronaut now. (laughs) I know, right? You know what I mean? I'm never coming out with a hit record. But what happens is as you, you, you get older, you get happier because you learn to appreciate what you have. And that makes you happy. Yeah, and then smaller things, like, well, not even smaller things, things like your health matter yeah, more. And then right? just, you become grateful because you see things happening around you that are awful. Yeah, yeah. So there you go, 47. So if, we're all headed towards... A depressing curve. Yeah, this is really uh, <laughs> not good news this for us. Sh- Unless you're 47 and then you and know you're, you're like, huh. about to hit the uh, road back up to happy. The upswing, right? Yeah. Are we finally at a point where we can just take a pill already instead of going to the gym? I mean, why can't we figure this out? We should be able to just pop a pill on those days where we don't want to go and then get the same benefits, right? They called steroids? <laughs> hey, when you take steroids... You still have to work out, right? Uh, I've never taken them, but I'm pretty sure you do. Yeah, like yeah. you can't just take them and be and like, like, yeah, no. I think you exist. T- I think you take them and you want to work out and you like love your workout and your results from your workout are epic. Yeah, the recovery must be amazing. There is this naturally occurring protein they found, cestrin, that builds up in your muscles after a workout. So they gave cestrin to mice and flies, and it appears to mimic the effect of exercise. So you do nothing and you keep your muscles. And they think this might be huge for people who are getting older if they can take this pill and just maintain some of their muscle strength. Yeah, or people who are hospitalized. I mean, I'm sure Bundes could tell you about living in a hospital room for months. And what happens to your muscle? They go like like jello. Did yeah. they give you steroids after to help you regain? No, not steroids. No, uh. nothing like that. I had to like go every day to like physio and learn how to stand again, and then learn how to take a couple steps again. And 
progressively move forward and into walking all over again. These it, stories must go over so well on a date. Yeah, killer. <laughs> Did we just discover that our producer Chris Bondis has a weakness? Yes, a lot like Superman is powerless against kryptonite. Uh-huh. We just discovered that Bundes has a version of kryptonite that we bring into the studio daily. Yeah, yeah. And he's been for we've been working together since March. Yeah. You have been pretty good at not saying anything about yeah. this for Why the last better part of a year. Well, because I didn't want to bring attention to it because today's been a perfect example. Now that you know, <laughs> uh-huh. all you keep doing is throwing it in my face. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun with it. We're having a lot of okay. fun with it. This yeah. I've never heard of this, but Bundes has an aversion to fruit peels. <laughs> Like, uh, the worst of which is orange peel. And it just so happens that Tucker and I are both eating, like, grapefruit-sized oranges oh, in the studio The today. largest navel oranges you've ever oh, seen. Oh, they're like, the size of a head. Yeah, it's like a baby's head. Yeah. <laughs> Feels like the weight of that, too. And I was able to peel mine in one peel. You know where it oh, looks like an score, elephant? Score, yeah. An or, elephant, yeah. Or another body part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's been or, wearing it on his face. face a mask. <laughs> to mess with Bundes. Oh, I can't. Man. Hello. <laughs> it's me, Orange Man. <laughs> I'm like the two. I got two circles for my eyes, and then there's like the nose that comes down like an elephant. It's great. Look at mine came apart like a little uh, helmet. Bundus, Bundus, look over (laughs) here! I'm wearing an orange peel on my face. It's so gross. (laughs) You find it gross? Yeah, particularly like that white coarse thing on the inside of the orange peel. I don't know what it's called. The The inner skin, like the pith, pith, essentially. I I find that so disgusting and it must stem back from like my childhood when I was at home and like my my mom or my dad would leave orange peels on the counter and I'd wake up in the morning, I'd come downstairs and just lying there. It would gross me out. Mm. And ever since then, I I can't be around them. Like I like oranges. They taste great, but you have to cut me it up and give it to me on a plate separate of the the peels. I can't can't do it. And what if we serve it up uh, soccer mom style? Yeah. Where it's all the wedges, wedges and you put it in and you can do that orange peel smile. That's how I like it. <laughs> you know? That's how I like could it. you have the peel on it? Oh, no, not with the peel. Not on with it. a wedge. No. Okay. Oh, no. he's saying more lobes. He wants just the yeah, lobes. Just the yes. lobes. So, how yes. are you if a, what, what happens if a recipe calls for orange zest? What do you, I, I what don't do you, make it. You don't do yeah. it. What happens if you order a cocktail and it's got like a orange peel garnish on it? Like a rind or something? Yeah, we do that at our place all the time. I'm not a fan of that. I, not I, I would a fan. Ask, I would ask no fruit. Mm. <laughs> wow. And, it, and so, but it's all fruit peels. Like if somebody um, had an apple peeler and left the peel out on the counter, that would make you feel. Does it make you feel sick or it makes you uncomfortable? Like, what's the reaction? It's like a nauseous, uncomfortable feeling. Okay. Um, so I really should hide this. Yeah, like every day it, you throw your fruit peels on the floor yeah. and like out of the corner of my eye, it's always staring at me. <laughs> I always have a pile of Kleenex peels, yeah. maybe an apple core in there, and then I clean it up at the end of the shift and then I go throw it out in the uh, organic waste because we don't have organic waste no, in the studio, yeah. so I want to save it for that. Yeah, you're a good human. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, we just got a text, one 800 2464 Claudia says, please take a picture with the peel <laughs> Uh, with Tucker wearing the peel on his face and posted on Instagram. So I'll just do that right now. Here we go. <laughs> That's a great idea, Claudia. <laughs> Hold How's on. that? Is that all right? There we go. Yeah. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> what do you think, Bundes? It's so disgusting. <laughs> okay, but it, it raises a question because I've never heard of this. 
What is your strange aversion? Yeah. If you have a strange aversion you want to share with us, feel free to um, call or text 1-800-953-2464. We'll stop tormenting you because I'm pretty sure we could get fired for doing that now that we know, right? Isn't that be an HR issue or something? It's okay. I won't complain. Yeah. He could just accidentally slip on an orange peel (laughs) on the ground and... It's not my fault. A lot of people have some really strange aversions we're discovering. Yeah, you shouldn't feel so bad, Bundus, about your bizarre aversion. You ever heard of someone being afraid of orange peels? No. Or I guess afraid is probably not the right word. It's not cool. I'm dangling an orange peel in front of him. I wonder how long before we start to stop tormenting Bundus here on the show. 1-800-953-2464. Anytime you want to be a part of the show. Sasha, what is your aversion? I don't eat the ends of things. So, like, the ends of sausages, yes. um, the ends of pepperettes. I knew, a, I knew a guy that had the same aversion. He didn't eat the ends of things. And if you gave him a hot dog, he would snip both ends off, like, on the with the bun. Yeah. Yep. And is it because it looks all... Um, I, yeah, what is it? <laughs> it's something. I don't know what it is, but it just... The little wrinkles as it, like, gets pulled into the little tip. Oh, it it just, it makes my skin crawl. Sometimes the end of things is people's favorite, you know? Yes. What about an ice cream cone? Would you eat the bottom of a cone? Yes, yes, I would. Okay, what about the end of a pretzel? Yes, yep. Okay, so it's mostly a meat that is formed in a casing. (laughs) Yes. Sasha, thank you so much. Thanks. Crystal, what's your aversion? It is cotton balls. You can't touch them because of just the way they feel? Sometimes my husband will be like rub them between his fingers because he knows how much it like makes me feel like I'm going to do. What if someone was chewing on one? <laughs> oh my God, no. That'd be the nightmare, right? Yes. Uh, I don't even know how you could do that. That's I had a awful. nightmare once where my mouth was filled with cotton balls. And I, every time I tried to uh, speak, cotton balls just started falling out of my mouth. <laughs> that was a really strange nightmare. Crystal, thanks for the call. Thanks. We got a text in the 905. I can't stand the underside of portobello mushrooms. They disgust me. They look like a hundred <laughs> insect legs ready to come out and get you. That is true. Yeah. It kind of, they remind me of like a jet turbine or something <laughs> when you look in there. <laughs> Katie, what is your aversion? Cups and mugs. I can't drink anything out of a cup or a mug if I haven't seen what was in it when it was empty because I freak out thinking that there's like some dirt or like some form of something in there before I saw it. We have glass cups at our house even, and I don't think I've ever had a drink from one of them because it freaks me out. What if you took a glass cup and washed it yourself Uh and then dried it? Would you be fine then? Yes. So that's how you get liquid in your body, I assume. Yeah. Yeah, Water fountain. Water bottles. Yeah, because what would you drink out of uh, otherwise? I'll get teas and stuff at Tim Hortons and everything. And I trust them unless there's a floaty. I always look to see if there's floaties. Oh. Then I get freaked out. What's a floaty? You know, something floating there. Anything floating. Like, (laughs) if it's bag broke open or if there's like a speck of something in there. Like, I get freaked out with anything like floating in my drinks. 
So I can't have like orange juice with pulp or like a sangria if I had to swallow one of those oh, random floaties. You are missing out on the sangria, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> I, but I've also had them to be nice, but I'll drink it like to the point like that I know that I'm not going to get anything in there. Yeah. Right, 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 right. That's a tough I'm day like, for oh, you. There's a lot of cups that come into play in day-to-day life. <laughs> Hey, thanks so much for uh, being on the show. Oh, thank you. And welcome to a game called Heads or Tails. And everybody else listening right now, including Tiffany, who's playing along with us. So, Tiffany. Yes. Turns out when you go into an emergency room because you've stuck something into your body and you can't get it out... They keep track of that information. I hope they delete the names, you know. <laughs> Just keep the device, delete the names. So I am looking at a database of emergency room visits. Uh-huh. And I'm going to give you an item, and you're going to have to tell us whether it was stuck in the head or the tail. Yes, heads or tails, Tiff. With the head, it could be the nose, the mouth, or the ears. Uh-huh. And with the tails... It's pretty much the bomb. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for this, Tiffany? Yeah, yeah. Let's hear about our first object, Tucker. Well, Mara, this item is synonymous with Thanksgiving and Christmas. You'd want to th- use one of these to make sure your turkey stays moist and juicy Uh-oh. while you cook it for hours. I'm talking about a turkey baster. Okay, Tiff, turkey baster. Are you going... Heads or tails on this one? Tails. Oh, no hesitation? <laughs> you yeah. are correct. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's a tails. <laughs> I wouldn't I really wouldn't have known, but all right. Could have been an ear, maybe. <laughs> Could have been, been a mouth. Sure. All right, Maura, next up with heads or tails. Yes. According to the patient. They were in the shower and slipped. Uh-oh. And ended up landing in a funny way and stuck inside their body was a metal air freshener can. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay. Did they land on their face? Right. Take that right in the jaw? <laughs> I could ask, Or did I they guess. come bum down right on top of it? <laughs> What are the odds, Tiff? <laughs> Tiffany? <laughs> are you saying that you don't believe the story, Maura, that there may be more to it? There may be more to oh. it. But nevertheless, are you going heads or tails on this one, Tiff? I'm going with heads. Heads? Well, on this yeah. one, you're Whoa, wrong. you got butt slammed. Literally. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, I was yeah. more... <laughs> it was a tail. It was a, a tail. tail. That's yeah. okay. That's okay. You got yeah, another chance got here. Got lots more here. Okay, let's do another one, shall we? (laughs) You can see Tucker's face right now. What is this? What is your next item, Tucker? Well, Ah. let's just say you came back from the orthodontist with a brand new set of braces. Okay. And your teeth are killing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you also have a hankering for some food. What do you grab? A can of applesauce, Maura. Can of applesauce? But in this case, you weren't using the can of applesauce the way it was intended. Yeah, yeah. 
Is that, uh, you know, could you get it stuck in your, in your jaw, <laughs> in your throat? <laughs> Why don't you? <laughs> or could you get it stuck somewhere else? Oh, man. Okay, Tiffany, I'm glad I don't have to answer this question. It's uh, on you. Heads or tails? I'm going with heads. She's going head on this one? Wow. Wrong again. Oh, you got it. Yeah. slam. Now, tails. I would have gone tails on that one, but you didn't ask me, Tiff. No. Uh, Should we give no. her one more? Okay, I'll give you one more. You need this one for the win. Okay, Tiff. Okay. Here we okay. go. One more. Well. What do you got? Most people have one of these in their home. Uh-huh. And let me tell you, you're going to hope it's in the bathroom you're using when you clog the toilet. <laughs> I'm talking about... A toilet plunger! <laughs> Specifically, the handle. Uh, okay. Heads or tails, Tiffany? Tails. Yeah. I would go tail, too. <laughs> you got it. Yeah! There you go. Congratulations. Ridiculous. Yeah. But we all learned something, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Some of these things may fit in, but don't always come out the way you intended. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. May have found somebody who has a coachier voice than Coach Mora. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? So I don't really follow college football in the States, but LSU just won the national championship. And listen to their head coach. You know, we love the state of Louisiana. <laughs> I love this team. One team, one heartbeat, this coaching staff. Everybody that bled the purple and gold, the great state of Louisiana. This is for everybody. One team, one heartbeat, baby. Suck on that, Mora. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That, guy, that guy has totally taken the throne from Coach Mora. You're damn right, the state of Louisiana. <laughs> Impressive, isn't that it? is amazing. You know, we love the state of Louisiana. I guess I need to get some more gravel on my voice, Tucker. Gotta get a little more gravel, <laughs> I guess. You need to drop and give me 20. This guy tells you to do something, you do it. You know, we love the state of Louisiana. <laughs> He'll eat your heart. Like, literally reach into your chest, pull your heart out, and take a bite out of it if you do something wrong on his field. You know, we love the state of Louisiana. <laughs> I love this team. One team, one heartbeat, this coaching staff. You're damn right he's the best coach out there, Tucker. <laughs> Sounds like he smokes two packs of cigarettes oh. every day. That's where I get my inspiration from, <laughs> Bundus. feel like he's trying out to be the new Muppet. Yes. 
totally. Oscar the Grouch's neighbor, <laughs> Ed. I love this team. One team, one heartbeat, this coaching staff. I mean, he was destined to be a coach his whole life, if he's always sounded like that. Or a short order cook, for some reason, (laughs) comes to mind. You know, we love the state of Louisiana. (laughs) The chicken we make here is among the best in the world. (laughs) You can't beat it! That's right, you're damn right, it's the best chicken you've ever had. Super Bowl's coming up in a couple of weeks. For a little chicken wing trivia in honor of the Super Bowl. All right. Okay. Sure. Two years ago, on average, we would eat just over seven wings in one sitting. What's a pound of wings? Is that depending on this? Ten, you know, ten wings? Yeah, yeah, eight to ten, depending yeah. on how big they are. Around that. Yeah, okay. okay. So I'm like a pound guy. Like to have a pound of wings. Now, just two years later, yeah. how many wings is the average person eating per sitting? Oh. Gotta go two. 16 to 20. <laughs> really? Bundus is correct. Wow. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Over 16 wings per sitting. Mm. Do you think the majority of people would rather go out to have wings or make them at home. Oh, I go out. No, I mean some people make them at home, but they're they always taste better when you go out when someone else makes them. Yeah. You guys are so wrong. Oh. <laughs> people and are making them at home. More eh? people okay. like to make them at home. My husband makes them at home, and they're delicious. These stats have to be uh, carried mostly by the United States. By Americans? Yeah, Americans. Are just eating more and more. I mean, like, you've been to restaurants in the States. The servings they give you... Are insane. Are insane. Yes. Yes. Versus going to, like, when I was in the UK, a serving there versus a serving in the UK. It's twice as much food. Don't kill the vibe, Tucker! Yeah. (laughs) I'm just thinking, who needs to eat two pounds of wings? I always get two pounds. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's not enough. Order a salad on the side or something. You're eating chicken wings watching football. Like, why you want a salad? Yeah. You want beer and chicken wings. Salad. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just like, you can salad. balance your meal with something healthy. Go sit down on the bench. There's some guac in my, my nacho dip. I'm mm. good. A veggie platter with some broccoli. Here's a very important question. Okay. Do you think... A, More important than that one? Do you think a boneless chicken wing uh, should count as a wing? No. Uh, no, that's a chick- That's more like a chicken nugget, I would say. <laughs> you guys are correct! Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Most people said no! Yeah. That ain't no wing! Wow, wow, okay. wow. We are really... Uh, Here's the next question. Oh my god, there's more to this. <laughs> but this is loving this. Yeah. I've never seen such a smile on his face. <laughs> How much time are we going to spend on chicken wings this morning? Don't ask. Okay. What makes the perfect wing? Ooh. What makes the Well, here's wing? a question. Sauced up or f- like battered and then sauced? You know where you get the crunchy? Uh... Yeah, some people like that crunch. Yeah. I, I, I don't want my wings too dry. I want to lick my fingers. Oh, no. I'm, uh, I'll am i go Cajun dry rub for, if it's a good one over anything else every time. Ah, rub, yeah, that's rub. rough. Yeah. <laughs> What makes a wing good? What makes the best kind of wing? And this is according to people like taking part in a survey or in something? In a wing survey, okay. yeah. yeah. It's got to be the sauce. It's got to be the sauce! Yeah.
That's right. Yeah, but so, is that also the t- whatever's coating? The coating, wouldn't we say that? No, it's sauce. It's a hundred percent sauce. Over a dry rub. It's extra sauce, as a okay, matter of fact. Well, no, this is just dry really rub. Uh, this just in this morning. People are eating more chicken wings than they used to. More at eleven? Question mark? I don't even think there is more. I normally I would say more at eleven, but I don't think we can bring you any more than we've already brought you. I feel like Mora has covered all the bases. What else is going on? We just on? got a text from the four one six. Flats or drums? Flats or oh, drums? Oh, a nice mix. I like a nice yeah, mix. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm going drums. Yeah, yeah drums. that's what uh, everyone would say. That of course, that's the easy answer. <laughs> You're going flats and dry rub? No, I'm like a mix, <laughs> a nice mix. I wouldn't even a let nice... you sit at my table. Oh, oh, oh and by the way. Could someone bring him a salad? <laughs> You're such a loser. <laughs> I can't believe you blew that whole what's up on that stupid chicken wing story. I thought it was good. I want you to hear this story and tell me where it stops being romantic and it starts getting creepy. Okay. So it starts in an airport. Mm-hmm. A guy notices a woman, and he is taken by her. Mm. Oh, boy. Okay. Right? Here we go. <laughs> Who's that over there? Oh. Mm. Nice. And he wants uh, to let her know that he's taken okay. by her. So, his first move is he uh, gets a hold of her phone number from her luggage tag because it turns out he <laughs> works at the airport. They're in. No. Yeah. And then he proceeds to follow her to her gate. Okay. You know, because like, you ever, you ever, have you ever, buddy, she's probably done that. You've seen a hot woman and you just like, I'm, you're going this way, but if she's going that way, I'm going that way too. Yeah, all the time. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, all yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So he's following her. Yeah. And he has her number now. And he has her number. So he decides he is going to text her to let her know how beautiful she is. <laughs> You on board so far? I'm, uh, okay, it's uh, it's going a little bit far, but I need to hear what he said in the text to know if it was too much or not. Okay. You want to know what the first text said? Okay. Hey, Ashley, how are you? Oh. He used her name. Horrible opening line. Horrible. <laughs> and then, yeah, no yeah. explanation. And then said that... Um, by the way, I must tell you that you are gorgeous. He wrote in another message. Uh-huh. She responded with like, who are you? Who dis- How do you know who I am? How did you get my information? Yeah, creepy. She's creeped. And then, so are you creeped out at this point? Yeah. I don't okay. like what he said. He should have said, hey, I, I saw you in the airport. I felt compelled to grab your number off the baggage that you uh, gave us. And I, tell me to stop and I will ta- stop. But I just wanted to let you know that you are gorgeous. Have a wonderful day. Okay. You know? Well, that wasn't his response uh, when she's like, who are you? How do you know who I am? His response was, you are looking very gorgeous in that gray top today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Creepy, 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 creepy. He's, he's, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, okay, so basically, 
So she's creeped out. She's creeped out. She's like telling the guy to stop messaging her. Uh-huh. Like, how do you even know who I am? Yeah. And then he admitted that uh, he worked at the airport, worked for the airline, and got her number from the luggage tag. Mm-hmm. And uh, even said that he was on her flight because he got on her flight. Oh, my God. He did? <laughs> Desperado. Oh, boy. Okay, now that yeah. that is... Now you're starting to feel yeah. worried for your safety. Yeah. Wow. He said, I'm on your flight. Well, she was saying, you know, the fact that they're on this enclosed plane, he knows her, she doesn't really know no. him. He says that... Um, I hope it was a quick flight, like a 45-minute or... No, it's from like California to Chicago, oh. so it's like so, several hours. Oh, God. Yeah, and he uh, went on to say that because he's a staff member at an airline, he's yeah. like able to get her perks and good seats okay. and access to lounges okay. and free drinks and that it would be... Um, what he wrote, quote, okay, it's up to you, but friendship with me will be very beneficial for you. <laughs> That's ridiculous. You know how he should have shown that friendship would have been beneficial? Yeah. If he would have said, um, go up to the gate and notice that your seat has been changed. And now she's in first class. Now that. Oh yeah, so that would have been the difference between it being romantic and creepy <laughs> yeah. for you. Well, yeah. personally, exactly. <laughs> uh, she was upset. She contacted a flight attendant on the plane, and then uh, I guess the flight attendant knew who the guy was, so he ended up being escorted off the plane when they landed. But you know, it's one of those things like where I wonder if it was played out differently. Yes. And yes. it starred Brad Pitt, and it was romantic comedy, yes. and he does this and gets on the plane. People would look at it in a whole different, whole different light, light, which just goes to show that anything you see in a movie, don't try in real life, because no. it always ends up being way creepier was Bundus being romantic when he used inside information to reach out to a woman that he was taken with or was he being a psycho okay well let's just say the reason why we're talking about this American employees uh, employee American Airlines employee basically started stalking a woman that he was taken with at the airport. At the airport. Ended up getting on her flight. He was texting her because he got his uh, her number from the luggage tag mm-hmm. she had. And she obviously complained, and now there's a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. She can't believe this would happen. Mm-hmm. He's lost his job. Yeah. But now, when it comes to Bundus... <laughs> did he go too far? Yeah. Or did I go too far for reaching out to someone? Actually, I had met her, though, so it's probably not the same thing. I don't know. Let's hear your story. Okay, so... There are like these windows here in this building yeah. that kind of from the radio area outlook the atrium. Okay. So you can see the reception desk. And I'm walking by the window and I see this spicy senorita. <laughs> okay. At, at someone the, out at reception? Someone out at reception talking yeah. to, the, to the desk. And I'm, I'm curious. So I want to go walk by and just get a closer just look. Just do a little walk by. Just yeah. Do a little walk by. So I strut on out. Yeah. And I look at her and she looks at me. Okay. Eye contact. I, eye contact. I keep walking uh. to go to the coffee shop to get another coffee that I don't need. Yeah. But then she stops me and she says, excuse me, can you help me? I'm like, sure, what do you need? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. So far I'm on board yeah. with this. Yeah, she approached you first yeah. almost. Okay. Yeah. And she's like, I'm looking for this, this person to drop this off. And she was holding a resume. I'm like, uh, I don't know that person, but I can... I can go up with you and we can like 
try and find them. Mm-hmm. You know, being trying to be very helpful. Yeah. Um, so we kind of do a walk around, and we can't seem to get a hold of this person. If it were me, you would, there's no way you would have brought me up there, right? If I'm <laughs> no. like, I'm looking for Tammy Cole to drop off my resume. air check and resume, yeah. you wouldn't be like, oh, let's go through the building and see if we can track yeah, her down. Yeah, you'd be like, no. uh, deal with no. reception, yeah. buddy. Okay, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we, we couldn't end up finding this person, and we end up back at the reception desk. Yeah. And um, she hands it to me, and she says, do you mind just like finding it i have to go i have another appointment do you mind just dropping it off to the right person when you get a chance so nice being hot eh Laura? <laughs> like everything's just done for you people will do things yeah. for you that they'd never yeah. do for other yes. people yeah. yes that's insane i said yeah i can do that for you no oh, problem bundus so i'm looking at the at the resume and of course there's a phone number on it no no oh, here we go oh, and no. this uh and i made the determination based on our interaction that day that she possibly had a thing for me she Uh was being a little flirtatious okay 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 yeah so i thought since the number's there she would want to know that her resume ended up in the right hands so later that day i sent her a text that just said hey just want to let you know your your resume ended up in the right hands good luck best of luck to you and i thought (laughs) we'll see what she says if she's not interested she won't really respond she might just say thanks have a great day yeah yeah yeah. or she might come back and give me give me some more to bite on to respond and then a conversation could ensue so that's all you texted you didn't say like oh you're really pretty too or like you know across any lines there you're just like hey I dropped it off. It's there, just so you can feel you better. Opened about it. the door, yeah, and she was okay. able to close it if she wanted to. So exactly. far, I'm like okay with this because it's she's not even applying to you for a job. You have no say in what job she's because it's another department, department and yeah. another like. And I would also say like yeah. I would be thrilled to know that my resume did land yeah. in the right hands because okay. I would have thought oh that guy probably just tossed it in the trash after. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think that's okay. Now, did you guys end up going out on a date? Or after what did that? she respond with? Yeah, like how do you take it uh, the next stage? What did she say back? She says some. She did say thank you, and then she's like, "Oh my god, I thought it would have never happened." And she started being a little playful in her words, a little and I, conversational. Yes, and mm-hmm. I could tell that she wanted to keep talking. So then I started talking a little bit more. Oh, then, I, then the flirtatious remarks. Oh, you looked really good. Of course, I was going to help you. Blah 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 blah. Ah. Spicy senorita. Yeah. Ah. And then we ended up going on a couple dates. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. No, we didn't have as much in common um, than than I would have hoped for. Yeah. yeah, it was definitely more of a physical thing. I wonder if she got the job. Yeah, <laughs> uh, she didn't because I haven't seen her around here. Oh, okay. Well, she could come in through another door because she don't wants to avoid or you. Me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, what did you do? Oh, there you go. <laughs> what did I do? Um, I, I wasn't like that, but I met a girl when I was working in Regina at the very beginning of my career before I met my wife, Deb. And uh, I was at a bar with a bunch of people and we were talking to these girls. And I was talking with this girl for a little bit and she was really cute. And I thought uh, I thought there was something happening. Yeah, sure. And uh, <laughs> so I didn't, I, I, by the time we left, I didn't run into her again. Mm-hmm. But she did tell me where she worked. So I sent flowers to where she worked oh. with a little note saying, yeah, it was nice to get to know you. Uh, here's my number if you ever want to get together. Flowers? Yeah. You're so lame. Well, this was like, uh, <laughs> what else are you going to do? You met her. I didn't, How there long was, did okay, you talk to this her was, for? This was pre-social media. Right. I couldn't look her up on Facebook and Instagram okay. and DM her. Um, we, I don't know. We talked for probably like... Maybe we were hanging out for like 15, 20 minutes. 
15, I, 20 minutes, I might have been, and you she send might have been just bouquet. like, anyway, um, I did get a call from her. Yes. It was actually a message saying to stop calling her <laughs> and that she has a boyfriend. But the thing is, I never called her. So I think she, her boyfriend found out that I sent flowers and she was trying to cover her tracks for like having talked to a guy at a bar. Because she was enjoying the attention at the time. Yeah. And then when her boyfriend found out, she had to like backtrack a little she bit. She had a boyfriend. Yeah, she had a boyfriend. <laughs> Didn't go very well. Oh, I know. Tucker. I'm sorry. Did I cross the line there? I don't think I did. I mean, it, it was, was just, cheesy. It was cheesy. That's nerdy. all. It, it was, was a nerdy move, but was, not yeah. inappropriate. It wasn't creepy. It was nerdy. <laughs> Imagine you got to let out your frustration that you have while you drive, maybe professionally and or just recreationally, in the form of song. Uh, there's a snowplow driver that's gone viral because he has decided to sing about all the trials and tribulations of being a snowplow driver. And I guess it's, I don't know, uh, it's set to some Glenn Campbell song. Mm-hmm. I don't know who Glenn Campbell but is. But anyway, it's enjoyable <laughs> all the same. Check out this. I am a plow guy for the county, <laughs> and I drive the paved roads, <laughs> searching through the cars for another road with snow. <laughs> I see you giving me the finger. (laughs) I see you texting and driving. And when they slide off the corners, they break all the signs. I've been late once or twice. Pretty good, right? So if you see me out plowing, please allow for more time. Wow. Yeah, pretty good. I mean, that's a nice little perspective, too, for from a plow guy. Like, yeah. slow down. You're going to chip your paint. I've been late, too, a couple of times. Anyway, it goes on and on. <laughs> uh, Jordan, I think you, you wanted to do a song for us? Yeah, I was thinking of it. I'm not much of a singer, but... Hey, you don't need to be. No that's worries. the beauty of this. Yeah. <laughs> it's a uh, rock band. Okay. It's a band. So it goes, the band... Dan, all he wants to do is drive 40 all night. God damn. Dan, never going to speed up, please turn right. Met it on a road in the hills, yeah. Might just pass it for the thrill, yeah. Dan, Dan. That's it. Yeah. Dan. Dan instead of Roxanne. See, that's yeah. pretty creative. <laughs> Jordan, man, you nailed it. Thanks, you buddy. You nailed it. Yeah, thanks. Heidi's going to give us a version of a song here. Heidi, go ahead. All right. Stop lights, speed limits, no telling what you're going to do. Turn left, turn right, don't know what you're going to do. I'm on the highway to hell. Oh, wow. Thanks, Heidi. We just got a text from Dave, 1-800-953-2464. He wants me to sing it. You ready for this? To the left, to the left, all the fast people belong in the left. In the right lane, that's for schmucks who are too scared to drive like us. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. What's going on, Jen? What do you got? 
I'm on the DVP. Yeah, you know me. I'm on the DVP. Yeah, you know me. Trying to get to work, 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 work. Trying to get to work, 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 work. You're driving like a dirt, 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 dirt. And you're going on the curb, 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 curb. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Good. You did like a whole mashup there. I did. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer, between you and Heidi and uh, the text we got from Dave, Dave yeah. you've saved this bit. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that snow guy. He's, he's good. Yeah, he did a pretty good job. Hey, thanks a lot for calling us. Thank you. What is going on, Kim? Hi, I have a song for the driving. Lay it on us. We're ready for it. Okay. Driving down the road, trying to get to work on time. Morons are in my way. Come to four way stop, no one knows what to do. Someone decides to go today. We're on the highway in the acceleration lane. Sky is so damn slow. Gonna hear the sound of crunching battle if he doesn't find the cat and go. Whoa! <laughs> that was good. Yes. Nice writing. You should be a lyricist. <laughs> Have a great day. Thanks for calling the show. Okay, bye. I love that. Uh, Energy, who's this? This is Mr. Kumar. What's happening? I came up with a song for the traffic. <laughs> okay, what awesome. do you got for us? I'm gonna take my rover through the old town road. I'm gonna drive to downtown core. I'm gonna take my rover through the old town road. I'm gonna Drive to downtown court. I'm gonna keep it in my lane. Uh, <laughs> yeah. With the energy I'm playing. Uh, Thunder's on the A. Uh, he's a sexy play. Uh. <laughs> That's pretty great. Is there more? Are we interrupting you here? <laughs> this is the best I could come up with so far. Hey, pretty good. You know, nice mm. job, and thanks for calling uh, the show. Appreciate it. Thank you. My pleasure. There it is. Bondus only, yeah, yeah. He's a sexy player. Play, yeah. <laughs> That's got to be my new ringtone. <laughs> That's pretty good. Have you ever met your soulmate? Do you feel like you met your soulmate? I don't think soulmates exist. Oh, I think okay, you find people who are more compatible and less compatible. You know, it's so interesting you say that because actually the majority of men believe in soulmates. More men than women believe in soulmates. You, I mean, I know you would say man's your soulmate. He's not your soulmate. Yeah, well, how would you know? He's totally I know my you, soulmate. No, I know. He's not, he can't be your soulmate. To me, a soulmate is perfect in every way. For Matt to be your soulmate, he'd have to be clean. Mm-hmm. You guys would, uh, he'd have to not dip. Well, you have no idea what a soulmate is then. Because that has nothing to do with it. Well, uh, I used to have this list, this checklist. Yeah. It was more mental, really, of like what the perfect match for me would be. And a lot of it had to do with stuff like that. But when I met my soulmate, I took the list and went like this. List didn't matter anymore, Tucker. Bet that page you just ripped mattered there. <laughs> yeah, you have to you do it every time. <laughs> every time Mara rips a piece of paper, it's like a log that needs to be signed yeah, off on. Yeah, and- I have to sign this and then scan it and send it to someone. But guess what? Get the tape out. It don't matter. Because this uh, was more important. Yeah.
Yes. That's Everybody's the- your soulmate at the beginning. And then, uh, no, I don't no, know. I no. guess I'm too much of a skeptic realist and not an idealist. Honestly. Even, even I believe in soulmates. Do you, Bundus? Yeah. Is that why you you're perpetually like- single? Because you haven't met your soulmate? I feel like I met her a long time ago and I screwed it up. Oh, man. Oh, you know, you're in the 8%. 8% of us say, yes, they've met their soulmate, but they're not together. They're just, there are people who are better suited for you and not great suited to you. And no, that's it. No, that you still got your checklist. Well, you know, I'll tell you why it's so annoying. Because what if what if you meet someone you think they're your soulmate, but they don't love you back? Then they're not your soulmate. No, oh, well, that's that's easy, very convenient for you to say that. <laughs> Come on, man, believe it. Okay, twelve percent. Is Matt the, is the person you've been the most sexually compatible with? No. There you go. How can you be that your soulmate? That doesn't have anything to do with soulmates. That doesn't have anything to do with soulmates. Your soulmate is the one you're most sexually compatible with? But that's part of it. Just become a porn star then, Tucker. No, I'm just saying you got to be like so aligned. You still have your checklist. You still have your checklist. I'm pretty sure. Okay, I'm going to get all Professor Bundes. I'm pretty sure the whole thing with soulmates is that from an agnostic point of view, there's the, d- uh-huh, <laughs> there's the uh-huh. divine masculine and the divine feminine. And... When a soul comes into the world, the two divine principles are split from each other, and you spend your life trying to search for the master. <laughs> I can't listen anymore. Now. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so funny. Uh, I was interested, Bundes. I'm pretty sounds... sure he was just reading that from Wikipedia. <laughs> I think that sounds beautiful. So you're, you're two souls that are split, and then you're trying to come back together. To complete as, and make yourself one yeah, whole see, person again. I'm clean one. Matt needed me to complete the trifecta of perfection. Right? Hello? (laughs) (laughs) To the party. It wouldn't be a party without you. Energy 95.3.